All right, guys. Thanks for tuning back in. I've got Libby on. Hey, Libby. Hey. What's your Instagram? Is it Midwestern Dirt still? Yes, it is actually underscore. So it's at underscore Midwestern Dirt. Okay. Oh, I never noticed that. Yeah. All right. But we are going to be talking about uh, kind of like a hodgepodge, really, of what a girl wants, what, what a, a girl, girl needs. All right. And, um, <laughs> Don't know the rest of the words anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's just really cool that, um, as I said, I've always thought that you were like a very strong and like very much so in touch with your sexuality. And so like, Thanks. I just want to like cover the bases. Yeah, I am totally here to talk about sex, your body, and what The mental you state around it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, perfect. Let's get into it. Awesome. So, um, one of the things that I thought was very, or I guess to the point of all of this, which I don't know if you know, so the point of this is to destigmatize the conversation around sex. No, I'm, but you know, I'm for that. Yeah, yeah. Specifically for women. Mm-hmm. And I, it's like for people who sex is a stigma. So for like straight guys. Yeah. Total stigma still. Not at all. Or I mean, yeah, not well, really. And it, their well, own yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. And then for gay guys, I feel that bottoms are almost treated like women in, in the yeah. gay society where there's like, if you sleep with a bunch of people, then you're a whore and they're just like, oh. well, everybody got placed in these categories that they didn't or boxes rather that they didn't ask you placed in. And so once they've been pushed down so much, it's hard to be, pull yourself back out of that box and be placed out of it. Yeah. So, the fact that, like you said, like gay people, they that's a box that people put them in, and yeah. you know, once um, like the AIDS outbreak happened, they were placed in this box that they didn't ask to be placed into. Right. You know, people of color, the same thing, and yeah. women weren't allowed to be open about their sexuality at all, and if they were. It was, like you said, a whore. Right, <laughs> or yeah. if they weren't talking about it, they're a prude. Right. So you're like, what do you want from me? And that's... And we, that's the hardest part. Yeah, we touch on that in the episode with Tori, where we talk yes. about uh, kind of the housewife versus the femme fatale. <sighs> yes. And you've created these two archetypes of women where you expect them to fit in one or the other Mm -hmm. you want both correct so you want you want the dirty whore but you want the sandwich too exactly yeah and so um kind of the reason that i wanted to invited you or to invite you on to invited you on to invite you on (laughs) um was because ever since i've known you you have owned your own sexuality and so like, a guy would come and, like, say something, like, crude to you and be like, fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs> without skipping a beat. And then you'd be like, yeah, I know I have a fat ass, but that doesn't mean that you get to tell me that I have a fat ass. Yeah, like, I'm fully fucking aware that I was born with this. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm aware that everyone stares at it every single day. And I've turned that uncomfortability to... Not necessarily like owning it, but just being fully aware of my body and what people see and how they take me in without knowing me. So if you're going to come up to me like, damn, ma, that ass is fat. I'm like, I know. I'm aware of that. Is that what you wanted to get from me? (laughs) Did you want to be like, oh, thanks. 
this. Like, I worked so hard. I'm like, no, I was born with this. Like, right. don't slight me for that. Right. I'm not this mold that you put me in because I have a fat ass or I'm curvy or my boobs are great. You put me in this arty thing that I never asked to be put in without knowing who I am. Right. And I think that's insulting and disrespectful in itself. Yeah. And I think, like, um, I think that when women express sexuality, it is often, or express their own sexuality, Mm -hmm. it's often thought of as a tool to get someone else. It's rarely ever seen as as an expression of self-love. It's like, I feel sexy. I look sexy because I want to feel sexy and I feel sexy. Oh, yeah. Not... I've, I got sexy to get this guy to, like... I mean, yes and no. Like, there are definitely times where I'm, like, I am pulling my boobs out because (laughs) I'm trying to get... I, my attention cup is empty. Okay. And it, I mean, that might be a negative thing to say, but, like, I know myself, so I'm, if I'm gonna pull my, my boobs out or, like, wear a tight dress or something... I want attention and I do that for that purpose. Mm -hmm. But then of course there are times I'm like, yeah, I didn't wear this dress for you to give me attention. So I understand how that might be confusing, but I think that there are boundaries that don't need to be like said aloud. I can wear a dress for attention and for myself at the same time. Right. So, okay. And now I have a question about that. So when you wear a dress for attention, Mm -hmm. is there like, too much attention yeah i think people when they touch you like that's that's not consent so being a woman in a club or a bar especially when i was younger when i would dress more scandalous um i think that just comes with the age when you're like 21 22 starting to go out And you wear the short dress, you wear the crop top, you know, and the tall heels and all that stuff. Um, And you get touched, you get brought down to this level that you didn't know existed until it happens. And then everything just stops because it's not consent. You feel dirty. It's as simple as that. And I think that's wild that for me, at least it's like that. Right. And that's probably too much. Now, if you're, like, following after me in the club, that's probably a little too much, too. (laughs) Especially (laughs) once I'm already like, hey, like, thanks. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm here with my girls. Or, like, I'm not trying to do anything tonight. Thanks for the compliment, whatever. And then you're following after me. I'm going to be, like, security, like, this dude's being. I have no problem doing that. I've done that (laughs) many a times. I'm like, this dude is harassing me. But I think because if you've already said no is no. Right. It's just, like, I don't know why it's anything else than that. Right. Like, it's no. But that's just me. <laughs> I have, like, no problem grabbing a bouncer. No, like, there's, I mean, you should This needs to go. But I also feel like it should never get to that point. No, safety is not something that needs to be, like, asked for. Right. Working as a doorman. Right. I definitely have seen um, people... Like, be like, it's not even that serious. And be like, yeah, it's not as serious for you. Mm-hmm. You probably, in your mind, don't think that you're about to do anything. Right. And you think that it's completely innocent. Mm-hmm. This person doesn't know that. Right. You've not voiced anything. All your they know actions is that, are speaking something else. Right. All they know is that you're following them. 
And that's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> what if you were being followed on in the street when you're going to go get coffee? Right. That's creepy, right? It's the same in a club. And it's also just like, you have no no incentive. So mm-hmm. this person, if you're just following someone who you haven't talked to, they haven't talked back to you. Right. Or if they did, they were like, hey, I'm not interested, but thanks. Like, that's, that's, that's done. Leave it, let it be. Yeah. Yeah. Even um, if someone was talking to you, I feel like if there hasn't been, like, a clear goodbye, you might, like, follow behind because you think that something is about to go down. Right. But then, That's like, fair. the moment that someone's like, hey, no, no. And I, <laughs> no, no. And, like... <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> but I just think that, yeah, sometimes it's, like, a situation where you're just like, ooh, I don't know. Or as a guy, I've definitely, like, like been talking with someone. Mm-hmm. And... Obviously, you're wasted at this point. Yeah. And so you're talking with someone, and you walk, they walk away, and you're like, am I supposed to go with? I'm confused. Is the, right? Is the conversation yeah. over? And, like, I might, like, walk up behind and then see that they're, like, going to talk to someone else. I'll be like, whoop. And it's, whoop. Like, it's like one of those really embarrassing moments where you're just like, oh, this is not what I thought it was. And you, like, try to turn away or make it look like, like you weren't. Yeah, you're just like, whoa. <laughs> Bartender. <laughs> <laughs> But I, but I think that's definitely something different than what you described of, like, I don't know that I've ever been, like, followed in mm-hmm. a club before. Yeah, it totally happens. I have been touched, but I am very, like, aggressive when I don't want, I don't, okay, I don't like being touched. Right. At all. Just, like, even from friends, mm-hmm. if I, am I not, if I'm, like, not aware that it's coming, or if we're not even that close, Fair. I'm just, like... Mm. See, physical touch is my number one love language, so I'm like, touch me, caress me, like everything is fine, but I also have to be okay with it. So when a dude like wants to touch my lower middle back, I don't know who the fuck you are, like you need, what made you think that that move was okay? And (laughs) I'm the type of woman too that I'm strong with my words and how I feel, and then I, so I feel for women who may not be as strong or they're like, oh... Like, it's okay because it's, like, this is what they do. So, it should be fine. And so, when I see that, I kind of save women, too. And I'm like, hey, like, are you good? Like, to the girl, I'm like, are you safe? Do you feel okay? Did you want that? Right. And because they may not be, they may not have the words. Or they may not feel strong enough to say, hey, that wasn't cool. I didn't like that. And I, I want to, like, take, I know that. Not many, I don't know if people even want to like be like, they don't have to be like me, (laughs) but (laughs) whatever. But like, I also believe that if you didn't like that, or if you did, you're allowed to say something. Yeah. I say something. And for me, I think that's empowering in itself. Once you realize within yourself that you can say no and take yourself out of the situation. (laughs) Yeah. You get you place yourself on this pedestal and you're like, I am that person I just created. Yeah, I'm just like, no. I've never understood um people who didn't have the power to say or didn't mm. have the power. And I'll I'll explain that. Yeah. So me like opening up the door and being disappointed by someone, mm-hmm. in my mind, I still have the power to say no. I'm just like over it. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah. this is 
let's just hurry up and get this over with Fast so that forward. I can move on with my life. Yeah. I take full responsibility for those moments. Absolutely. I wanted to get off. You were here. You didn't look like you were supposed to, but I don't have to look at your face. Like one of those. But there yeah. are... There I've are, had those. I mean, I think everybody yeah. has. But there are some people who... Like, it is, it is it is even more of a do not want. It is like, no. But they don't know how to say that, and I've never understood it. I have always, because I am always in my mind, if there was, like, a hard no for me, I yeah. would just be like, no. I think people are scared of the rejection if they were to say no. Like, that's a different type of rejection from the person that gets let down. So it's rejection within. Oh, okay. And then, or it's, um, they're a people pleaser. So if they, the person, if I say no and you're really wanting it, I'll probably eventually give in because I'm a people pleaser. Okay. But I know myself in that sense. So I've already like, it's such a fine, (laughs) dainty line where it's, because I've had the same thing. I've gone over to a dude's house and I thought I wanted to have sex with him. And then when the time came, I was like don't want this but i kind of want to get i wanted to get off the the thing was to do that (laughs) and so i ended up having sex with him and it was the worst sex i've ever had and he just kept going wasn't that so great and i went "Mm -hmm." (laughs) and it was just so and that was my last sexual experience so um i'd like to be better (laughs) i just think about past that yeah um but, so I think it's, if you n- know that you're going to have sex, and then the person that comes over saying that they don't want to, you have to change your whole entire mentality. Because you've already oh, yeah. been set up, you've already set your brain, your body, like your emotions for sex. Yeah. And then they say no, and you're like, well, what the fuck am I going to do then? What are we yeah. going I have to change it all within five seconds because you've said no. And I know that might sound selfish, but you are, you want to get off like too. Like that's not selfish. I don't feel like. No, I, but see the thing is for me and if I get to the point where I say like, this isn't going to happen, it isn't going to happen. So it's like, there is, there has been an internal argument before those words ever leave my mouth. Got it. And so, like, if we've reached that point where I'm, like, no. I, like, because I'm mostly just, like, oh, this is going to be so awkward. And I, like, care about their feelings. I'm just, like, oh, this is weird. (laughs) So, if I get to the point where I'm just, I'm ready to hurt your feelings and be, like, nah. Then we're, it's, like, done. It's over. Yeah. And I will leave gladly. I'll just be, like, my things. (laughs) (laughs) Out of here. Um, Well, I think for women, though, it's, like. If, uh, and I don't mean to sound dramatic, but if we say no, could it change? Could it be scary? Oh, I've never thought about that. I mean, I have, I, again, I have the benefit of being like, yeah, a large person. Yeah. Like if I go to a dude's house, I'm like, cause I've had many conversations with women and friends about this. It's like, we need to know where the doors are. We need to know, like, if they have animals, will they attack me if I run? Like, I, yeah, 
um, is this outfit that I'm going to wear, is it showing that I am going to have sex? Or if I say no, will they take it as like, well, they came over here wearing short shorts and a tank and a tank top. Cause it's comfy. Exactly. I'm not wearing anything because I want you to have sex with me. Like, so <laughs> that's, that's an, or if like a dude came over to my house, like how do I get him out? I live by myself. Like I recently just had a date. We didn't have sex cause it was a bad date and I needed to leave. <laughs> but it was my, fir- I'm living alone for the first time in my life. Oh. And I'm like. Exciting but scary. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I, when he was at my house, I'm like, I don't have roommates to be like to go to if something were to happen. Right. And that was such a realization that I'm like, I didn't really think this one through. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I had a conversation about that with a friend of mine. Um, she was going on, I think it was a second date. Mm-hmm. And she was like, do I go to his place or do I go to mine? And I was like, go to yours. Cause you were, that's where you have all the power. And I don't, yeah, I never thought that someone would be, like, scared in their own house. Because I'm just like, if you don't leave, I'm going to tell you to leave. Like, I mean, if I tell you to leave, like, there are no other options. Like, this dude is bigger than me. Right. And you're just, I guess, working on the faith that he's a gentleman. Was he? I mean, yeah, he was. He totally was. It just was, I'm like, this date is so awkward. And all you're talking about is motocross. And that's definitely not something I'm ever interested (laughs) in. Can you not pick up social clues? I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 1040. I'm going to call it an early night. <laughs> I have to be up early, which I did. I had to take a COVID test. Yeah. And I was like, I think you can leave. And I that would be nice, I think. <laughs> and even throughout the night, too, he was like, should I have another beer? And I'm like, you are a responsible adult and a grown man. I am not telling you what to do, but I know that you're not staying here. <laughs> like if that's and what you're trying he, to inch yeah, towards yeah that's definitely what he was I feel like that's what he was trying to do and I was and he goes well what about driving I go there's this really neat app called Uber oh my god yes or Lyft <laughs> or a cab like or we can Zitch, make it old Z trip there's that? a it's um it's like promo I've, just kidding <laughs> where's my endorsement deal <laughs> um I saw them the other day I think I've they're like uber and taxis had a baby because oh. there's definitely like a way that you can pay in the car oh sometimes i, I want like that order it on app mm-hmm. it's called okay. z trip okay i'm gonna look it up yeah that's another option i can give people now get the fuck out z trip have, <laughs> have you seen russian doll on netflix oh my god i love that actress yes but uh when she has sex with this dude and they're having that conversation and he's just like oh yeah something you know like Let's vibe while, some more. Yes, and she yes. just goes, well, your Uber is downstairs. <laughs> so. Oh, that sh- I wish I had a raspy voice like her. <laughs> and that hair. Oh, yes. I'm so jealous of that volume. Um, but, oh gosh. I think that oh, dating right now is weird anyway. Yeah. So not only in late, 20s early 30s is it awkward because for me i don't know about you but i've been on dating apps since they came out yeah so now that i'm still on dating apps (laughs) (laughs) 
And I mean, I've had great relationships from dating exactly, apps. Like, exactly. Like I met my last year's boyfriend on there. We were together for three years and that was great. And I was like, yeah, I met a boy on Tinder and we lived together and it worked. And like my sister and her boyfriend, they've been together for three years. They met on Tinder. Oh, nice. Like all, like it's fine. It's just now we're in this really weird area where I am still a whore and I am, I am. A okay with that. Oh yeah. I'm just definitely not having as much sex as I used to because mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I saw your face. So okay, yeah. I have had like a very similar situation and here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I am a horny motherfucker. God, same. And I will think that I'm super horny. Or I mean I am super horny, <laughs> but it's what what this hookup is requiring, I don't have the energy to put yeah. forward. You come so <laughs> self-aware to that stuff now. Now that we're older, you're like, and I'm not like when I would go to the bars, I'd be like, yeah, I'm just going to pick up this dude because I feel like having sex tonight. I'm like, do I want to go and do that? Like, or would I rather go home and like get off myself? And then I'm in my pajamas on my couch and I'm waking up in my bed. Right. Or it's like, a situation where I'm already in bed. Like, yeah. we've been playing cat and mouse uh, on yeah. this fucking app all day. Right. Now I'm in... Like, I'm at home now. You lost the whole... Like, the the portal closed Yeah, I'm like, you point. can come here. Correct. Yeah. But I'm not leaving, leaving my place. But I think that's owning your sexuality, too. Oh, yeah. For sure, because, like, me going to the bar and having a good time with my friends and then going home and, like getting myself off, that still is a good time for me. And yeah. coming, a, getting that realization of that even, it's like, oh, I don't have to have someone over to be, like, sexual. Right. I don't need that. And I think that's another thing that women do not talk about is masturbation. And I think that they freaking should. Like, masturbation for women, I think, is amazing. You know your body. You... No one knows their body like themselves, like right. in any, you know, man or female or non-binary. Everybody knows their own body, their own bodies right. and spend some money on some toys, like exploration. So, okay. It, I'm totally for, I have a bunch of toys and I'm so happy about them. But then always your hand is the best too. So we're going to take a deeper dive into that. So yeah. the last one that I posted was, it was like with four people. Okay. And it was yes. about masturbation. Yes, I remember that one. So, but I feel that like, I, the reason I had two girls on is because mm-hmm. I was very curious because yeah. I don't know what's going on down <laughs> there at all. And um, they didn't play with toys. So like, oh. walk me through like. Okay. Um, I mean, there's. And then, so like, do you, like, hide up. your toys? Because I feel like a lot of people do. Um, now that I live alone, I definitely don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, my friend who had to come over and mount my TV, I was like, oh, my God, there's a fucking vibrator out. And I, like, threw it in a drawer. <laughs> um, um, but, so, recently, I have been enjoying toys that, like, um suck on mm-hmm. it's not really sucking it's like air pulsating through this tiny hole that like oh. you put on your clit and it's supposed to like mimic like fingers or a tongue oh and 
And I got that. I was like, thank God I am alone. Because this is when I was living with people still. When I, got, when I first got this toy and I like charged that baby up and I did it. And I was like singing to all of the heavens. And I was like, this is a game changer. Women need to know about this thing. Because I'm not a person that... I like penetration, but I don't get off from penetration. Really? It's hard. And I have a very shallow cervix. So I know that, like, people, some women are like, love that big dick. And I'm like, mediocre is just fine for me. (laughs) I am A okay with that because I don't like feeling it in my belly button. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Because it's it's right there physically. Like, if you're curving up in there, I don't want to feel it. It might come out. I don't want it to come out of my belly. (laughs) I know it really won't. But, um,. So if there's any toy that like benefits like clitoral stimulation, I am 100% for it. Okay. Yeah. So that toy was a godsend. Um, I have a curved glass dildo that I love. And so glass. So do you like glass? Oh, the, you, you're about to say yeah, it. Yeah, glass you cut... because I love putting it in the freezer. I love Coldplay. I don't... Not the band. Coldplay. Um, <laughs> I also love Coldplay. Yeah. The band. Oh, uh, well, me too. <laughs> I've never done Coldplay. I have thought I, about using an ice cube on a guy that I was... So, like, I love that. Yeah. When, like, a dude or a woman goes down on me and they have an ice cube in their mouth, I'm like, this is the best thing ever. Okay. And I discovered it when I was dating my high school boyfriend, and this is going to sound so... I don't care how it sounds, but we <laughs> we were making out like yeah. in my parents' driveway. Yeah, got home from a date. It was cold. It was you know cars were frozen. He had leaned his hand on the car while we were making out for like stability, and then when he put it down my pants, I was like, <laughs> "What is?" <laughs> what? This is and different. I was like sixteen, seventeen. So yeah. figuring that out. Way early. Way early. And now, you know, having multiple partners, I'm like, just put an ice cube in your mouth. Just do it. And they're like, why? <laughs> just fucking do it. <laughs> I like it, okay? <laughs> and so when I put that glass dildo, again, living alone is the best. I don't have to figure out a time to put it in there with roommates. Yeah. I just stick it in there. And then when I'm ready for, I let it thaw a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you I don't, don't want freezer it. burn. I don't want it to stick. Uh- <laughs> to- well, it'll think melt. Of like, well, think of like putting your tongue on an ice pole. I've, okay, so I saw it in a movie and I've never been like... I'm going to do that. Right. I've, <laughs> I've always been like, if that's what happens, done. Like, it's just not going <laughs> well, to. Well, that's the fear of me. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fear I have. I um, will say that... I doubt that it's real, but like that's the thing I think about is that movie. It's a Christmas mm. story, um, by the way, yeah. where like he gets like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he ah, yeah. Did, and he like tries to pull away. I'm thinking, oh my god, my lips, my vagina, or my clitoris is gonna get stuck to this glass dildo, and I'm gonna have to go to the emergency room, and they're gonna be like, what the fuck? And I'm like, it's gonna unfreeze. Yeah, it's my, it's, it'll <laughs> my <melt>. irrational fear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it makes sense. It makes it makes, it makes a lot of sense. And actually. it's curved for to hit a woman's G spot. Okay. Um. And again, mediocre sized and curved penises hit me up. Here's I'm into the it. thing. I just okay. So I've 
I've been a man my whole life. Mm, really? I've also been gay my whole life, but <laughs> I haven't had, you know, I haven't been sexual my whole life. Yeah. I had no idea. I had, okay, I had a general idea where the prostate was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, it's maybe TMI, but, I like, care. I have a curved dick. Okay. And so, <laughs> if I had known, like, I was, like, a month ago, years old, when I found out exactly where the prostate is. So, I just thought it was up there, uh-huh. right? Okay, and so I, for learned... some odd reason, thought it was toward the back. Mm-mm. So I was just like, yeah, doggy style, favorite. Bitch wrong. Yep. So I was fucking this dude after I found it out. And I was like, all right, I just, I know exactly, exactly where what to, to go. do. And Did he, you blow his fucking mind? he like came without touching himself. He was just like, ah, oh shit. And I was just like, yes. I love that you were just like, I, you found out you were conscious of where it was yeah you were conscious of if i do this this is going to make someone feel amazing and come yeah i that's great because yeah. i don't think a lot of people are they're like just jamming things in things without really even aware of what i'm like do you think that jackhammering is going to do anything to my body so i don't jackhammer a lot because i'm <laughs> fat and i like run out of breath <laughs> <laughs> So, but I will say that I was kind of going in blind mm-hmm. because I, I had no, I, I mean, I had an idea right. that it was present, mm-hmm. but I didn't know where. And yeah. so, um, in doing research for this podcast, I listened to another one Cool. and Shout it out. was about, um, I will, oh my God, it's, she's super popular. Now I really so actually want to know it. too. So, so I can listen it's to like it. It's like a sex doctor. Ooh. So this is, I think this is more like an, 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 Stutter. Um, it's more of an experience Absolutely. that I want to. I want to well, talk to my personal experiences. Yeah. yeah, she like goes on a like the actual like science of it, or like oh. she's giving anatomy, you like instruction. Anatomy. Yeah, yeah, anatomy. So she's giving you instruction on like oh, where to so go. Cool. And so one of the ones I listened to was on ass play. Sex with Emily is what it's called. Love it. And um, I'm yeah, she's an actual doctor. She's a doctor of human sexuality. Um, but she had another guy come on, mm-hmm. a doctor, and they were talking about how like ass play can be good for men and mm-hmm. why men should not fear ass play. And then oh my they, god, yes, they like, tell you exactly where the prostate was, and I was like, shut the, the fuck front door. up. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude. So, like, now I used to love doggy style, and I still do, but I'm like, let me get in that missionary real quick. I'm going to show you something. I, I'm like a kid with a new toy. I mean, that's the are best that you're like, I want to do this for somebody, though. Yeah. It's empowering for you, and it feels good for them. Right. And love that. I've always wanted my partner to get off, and I know that yeah. with. Uh, with bottom guys, mm-hmm. it doesn't always happen. It doesn't mean they're not right. enjoying it. I guess it's the same for women. It is. It doesn't always happen. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you're not enjoying it. But in my mind, that's exactly what it means. I'm yeah. like, I'm getting off. It's only fair that you should too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but... think women get the short end of that stick quite often. Again, I'm not a person that gets off from penetration. Hardly. And so when... I would like to do it like at least before. Eat me out. Do something to get me off that way and then we can have sex or like for me sometimes I would rather have like a toy while you're doing me from behind and I'll put like a vibrator on myself so then I can get myself off okay yeah which I think 
a lot of men are still scared of bringing a toy into the bedroom too because aren't I enough or why do we need that? You know, little things like that. I'm like, yeah, because you're cute. Your dick is great, but it's not doing it. And I'm not, that's not taking it personal. It's my body. Right. It's not you doing anything wrong. Right. It's just me. And I think that's a conversation because I mean, I definitely have had those insecurities where I'm like, is my dick not enough? But, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, I, do you feel awkward having that conversation with someone? Like with a guy. So like, I feel like most men or I have, okay, so I have these stereotypes of straight guys mm-hmm. being completely clueless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not completely <laughs> far off. So- I personally haven't had a conversation, though, that didn't go well when it came to, like, bringing in something extra. Right. Or it never happened, so I didn't br- ever bring anything in, okay. you know? So, like, my last serious sexual relationship, he was I the love one- that you say that. Because a sexual relationship is completely different from, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. A, rela- a yeah. relationship. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Um, He's the one who suggested it. And Ooh. I'm like, yes. He's evolved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, it was nice, though, because I was like, yeah. Because we are... I'm a fan of doggy style, too. That's what I prefer. And... um. But then I have full control of hands when I'm bent over. So then I can lean on one and then use a toy in between my legs for another. And I'm like, yeah, that's the best. <laughs> and then and then if you do it the right way, then he, they can feel vibration too. Okay. And that's a stimulant. And there are some yeah, people, when you, they do it, they're like, well, what is this? And I'm like, isn't that great? <laughs> See what you've that's done what I way. do all the time. Like... <laughs> I don't really need you. Right. <laughs> so, how, okay, so, like, mm-hmm. do you tell a guy that, like, hey, penetration sex might not work, so I, like, need this from you? Yeah, I've I feel... definitely have had conversations like that. If it's a one-night stand, absolutely not. <laughs> That's not worth it. But, again, if it's a sexual, like, if I'm having, a like, a fuck buddy or, right. you know... This is not only just for you. This is for me too. And I think a lot of women don't realize that they it is totally not just a men thing. Right. You are you can be the one that has the fuck buddy. Exactly. Oh I, my like I realizing that, that women... getting older it is oh, it's empowering. I'm like on my time you can come over. I don't want you to spend the night. Like I I set rules now. If I'm finding a fuck buddy. And if you don't like those rules, then we're not going to work out. Because I I have very much self-aware and I know myself now. Yeah. That if you are trying to, if you are, because I don't want it to get into this gray area because that's where things get messy. And I've had that and I don't want that because it's exhausting. So if you set these clear boundaries and, and rules, if they don't get muddled, then we're good. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I, uh, still, I don't know that I've had like a friend with benefits because like for me, I am a very emotional person. And mm-hmm. so like, it needs to be very like clear That's why I have that the... I need to like not have, I need to emotion... like put the block up. 
Yeah, I'm an emotional and I'm an empath. So Yeah, so I'm like before anything happens, like one night stands I'm great with. Same. God, in so, and out. Whatever. Yeah. Yes. If we're going to continuously have sex with the same person, mm-hmm. then I need to know like where this could go. Right. If it cannot go here, I need to know that right off the bat. Once I'm aware of that, then I'm just like, cool, this is where you are in my head. Yeah, absolutely. But you can't go here. Yeah, because I've, I've had that. Yeah. I think everybody has. Yeah. When I've tried to... I don't think there's ever been anybody... I haven't had a very successful <laughs> rate of fuck buddies because either I start catching feelings or they start catching feelings and it's just not the right time or... You know, they're, we're seeing other people too at the same time and they've started liking someone else and, yeah. you know, or vice versa. And if there's anyone that has had a sex, successful fuck buddy, <laughs> please tell us. We'd right. like oh to my know. God, yes. By all means, come on. We'd love to know because um. when it comes to sex, for me at least, and I think for women, it's just like, that's invasive. Like you're coming in, like you're inside of us and like, we're letting you into an area that's been super like, like this is uh, like, that is us is our vagina. Like it's a big deal. And so when someone that I am trusting and hoping that they are going to enjoy themselves and I'm going to enjoy me myself too, it's hard to have that without feelings. Okay, that's fair. And when the sex is good, <laughs> uh, like when it's like you, I think people know the difference with like when the sex is so fucking good, and you're like, we were one thing. Yeah. Like there was no awkwardness. There was it was complete fluid. I for me, I'm gonna get that's me. I've I, only had that like twice. Uh, it's in. And I could, like, tell the difference, so I have had a lot of sex. Mm-hmm, me too, And it's yeah. been, like, good. Yeah, But yeah. not, like, great. Right. So, there's this guy, we, this is, like, our third time fucking, mm-hmm. and he comes over, we're making out, we're having sex, and, um, wow. Okay, so, oh. a little bit about me, and <laughs> yeah. so, like. I understand that condoms are safe. I don't always use them because they don't feel as good. Me neither. It's okay. So, I don't judge. Okay. Yeah. So he like wanted a condom. So I had a condom on. Mm-hmm. And then at one point I like took it off. You guys are about to be like, oh, but no, I told him and I was like, I'm just going to jack off because yeah. we had been having sex for, for like a while. a while. And I was like, I don't see an end in sight. Yeah. And so I took the condom off. I was like, hey, I'm going to jack off. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. So he straddles me, mm-hmm. puts it like right on the tip of my dick, but doesn't like go in. And I'm just like, all right, cool. Let's make out. We're making out. I'm jacking off. And he just like slides down on it. And I was like, yep, there's no condom. And I'm just like pointed. Cause I like put it, I like put it on the bed nicely. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. Here it is. And he like looks at it and he just was like, it's too so good then he right started, now. Right. Yeah. So he started writing it. Everything is going well. And I was just like, so we're like making out. It became very passionate yes. on both ends. And yeah. I don't know that like, and I didn't have any feelings for this guy. Um, it's your body though. Yeah. It was yeah. just like, 
it was the most passionate sex that I had ever had. Mm-hmm. And this was last year. Yeah. So it's... See, that's the thing I... That's the thing I crave, though. It's like, I miss that. Again, physical touch, my number one love language. So yes. sex is like... And I'm the type of person that... And I... I need a partner that needs it at least twice a day. (laughs) (laughs) So, and, but I'm also not very good at initiating it. Or if I am, I keep, and I keep initiating it. I'm like, will you just initiate it? Cause I'm, I'm going to need you to do that because I keep doing it. But I miss that passion. Like that's the thing I think I crave the most when it comes, not even from relationship, but sexual relationships too. Yeah. Is that passion that sex wowzers um (laughs) well what a place to stop there was so much more that we discussed and i definitely am going to be airing that episode or the rest of this episode rather next week but i want to thank you guys for listening and um as always give me your feedback let me know what you think and stay tuned next week to Finish listening to what Libby has to say. It gets better. Thanks. Bye.